Blog Talk Radio.
the blood of the Lamb. Well, good afternoon, everybody. This is Jeannie. I just want to say welcome to the program tonight, and thank you for taking your time to, to be here with me. Let me do a quick check-in. Jennifer, can y'all hear me, sweetie? Yes. Okay, okay. Thank you, ma'am. All right. All right. Well, I hope y'all all had a good week and, and that you just felt the presence of the Lord and have felt him close to your heart and have felt his protection over you and his care and his love over you. You know, sometimes um, we wrestle at times to get beyond our own our our own uh, outlook, our own the way we look at ourselves of who we think we are. And uh, you know, it says in the word it talks about Jesus. You know, we we look at who we try we look at who other people think we are. We try we try not to to pay attention to that. You know, it says that uh, even like Jesus, he had no honor in his own hometown. Because they had watched him grow up, they knew it. You know, they knew him from childhood, and they were like, "How can this be the son of God?" And, but the, I think the thing we wrestle, and the, certainly the opinions of others can affect. It can affect how we feel about ourselves, particularly if they're derogatory towards us, they criticize us, and things like that. But the thing that can be the hardest sometimes is the way we look at ourselves. You know, because we we know our weaknesses more than anybody else does. Now, not more than Jesus does, not more than the Lord does, but we know our weaknesses. We know our sins. We know the places that we failed and the places that we feel like we come short. Um, and that can sometimes be some of the hardest things to deal with is, is how we see ourselves because we know the failures that we've had throughout our life. But see, in all of this, what the Word says that our identity is in Christ. No one knows us like God knows us. No one knows, because a lot of times we don't know our strengths. You know, we have strengths that many times have not been tapped into yet, that we've not gotten there yet. But see, God knows that. He knows what he has put within us, and he knows what we can do through Christ. The word says we can do all things through Christ, but at times that's not yet been revealed, the revelation of it in our hearts, that we can truly do all things through Christ. But see, God knows what he can do through us. God knows what he has put within us. Even those things that have yet been untapped, the things we've not matured in, things that have not been disclosed, things that have not been uncovered, he already knows. And so he sees us in a way that many times we don't. I think most times that we don't see ourselves that way. And we have to trust God in that. But he sees so far beyond what we can. If we could only see and really perceive what God has put within us. That's him, what his, the treasures in earthen vessels and see ourselves as the overcomers that he knows that we truly are. And honestly, the devil knows that we truly are. And he tries to constantly attack our identity (laughs) 
so that we don't come into a realization of that. Anyhow, that part's free. That wasn't really even part of what I was starting with, even though it does tie in. But I want to read a scripture here. In Romans 12, it says, And be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that ye may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Excuse me. That, you know, that indicates that there is a perfect will of God, that there's an acceptable will of God, and there is a, a the goodwill, the goodwill of God. And I think all of us that belong to the Lord, we want the perfect will of God. I know I do, and I know you guys do too. <clears throat> we know that our best future is in God's perfect will. But at times we do fall short. And one thing we, you know, something we have to keep in mind, you know, sometimes, you know, we will, um, condemn ourselves when we fall a little short. When we think God wanted this, and, and certainly we, you know, we press towards the mark of the high calling in Christ Jesus. But we also have to learn that God doesn't stop loving us, and He doesn't stop accepting us, and He doesn't stop being pleased with us because we fall a little short. You know that that He is still with us, and He's still for us. But our heart. Um, our heart needs to long for what is God's perfect will because that's where our very best future is. I want to read some scriptures here. <clears throat> you know, I was saying all of this, I was thinking uh, different ones. I thought of Moses, you know, when the Lord was going to send him out to talk to the people and to represent the Lord and, and to lead the people. And, of course, apparently Moses stuttered. And, and he was very... Uh, he was very concerned about that, probably self-conscious of that, um, was wondering, how am I going to communicate with the people? And it says, but, and the Lord told him, says, uh, I will give you the words to say. But Moses said, my Lord, I beg you to send someone else, not me. Then the Lord became angry with Moses and said, all right, I'll give you someone to help you. Aaron the Levite is your brother, isn't he? Uh, and I didn't I didn't keep all of the scriptures on that. But see, in this case, God wanted Moses just to to be uh, to be brave and to be strong and know that God was going to be with him and and that when Spirit of God was on him, he would be able to talk. But Moses was concerned, was fearful about it. I mean, you look at it bottom line. He was fearful about it, and like I said, maybe embarrassed about it that he would not be able, that he would get in front of the people and, and stutter and, and babble and not be able to speak for the Lord. But God knew he would be with him. I don't know if you, uh, how many of y'all, I'm sure most of y'all know about Benny Hinn. I've heard Benny Hinn tell the story before that he, that he stuttered when he was young <laughs> and that God healed him of that. You know, God healed him of that. Uh, and I'm trying to think there was another one that did uh was it Oral Roberts? It was one of them. There was another one of the preachers that's really a you know a big name that said that he stuttered. But when the anointing would come on him, he would be able to speak. And then finally, you know, the Lord uh, the Lord just healed that, and they were able able to to speak without stuttering and without any hindrances uh, in that. And uh, you know, I believe totally that would have been the case with Moses too. 
that as he just believed God and said, yes, Lord, yes, Lord, I'll go and just put it in the hands of the Lord that God would have, he said, I'll give you the words that God would have speech in his mouth. He would have caused him and allowed him to speak without stuttering before the people and not to be, if God said it, then just accept it and go with it. But see, in that case, God, you know, even though it angered God that he didn't just trust him, he still uh, sent his brother to go with him. He said, okay, I'll send someone to help you. So, you know, you would say, was that the, uh, you'd have to say that was probably the acceptable will of God, that, that it didn't stop God's plan for Moses. It didn't change his mind about Moses, you know, being the leader and being chosen for that. But it was not God's best. No, it's not his best. But still, he's like, okay. Okay, I will send someone with you. I'll send your brother. He's the priest. He's your brother, isn't he? Okay, he will he will help you speak. <clears throat> and it doesn't say, I don't know if Moses continued to stutter from there on or not, or if God, you know, healed him of that. Um, but I feel certain God would have if he'd have moved on, you know, if he'd have just trusted God and moved on. But, you know, that's just one example of, of where fear and doubt got in the way of what God really wanted to do that maybe would not, maybe did not see the level of miracles, at least in his personal life, that he could have had he just trusted God. And then here we see another place um, where the children of Israel, where we read that God wanted to speak to them personally. He wanted to be their God. He wanted to, to, to speak to them. You know, when, when Moses was on the mountain and uh, got the Ten Commandments and such as that, you know, said, and God began to speak to the find this. Yes. And it says, then God, let's say this is. Okay, well, I don't have it right now. Anyhow, it says, um, then God began to speak directly to all the people. When all the people witnessed the thunder and lightning, the sounding of the ram's horn, and the mountain enveloped in smoke, they trembled and stood at a distance. And they said to Moses, speak to us yourself, and we will listen, they said to Moses. But do not let God speak to us, or we will die. Well, that's kind of severe, isn't it? thinking that if they're God that loved them and brought them out of captivity, that if they heard God, that they would die. But Moses, he said, do not be afraid, Moses replied, for God has come to test you so that the fear of him may be before you to keep you from sinning. And the people stood at a distance. Moses approached the thick dark where God was. Uh, and then it goes on uh, to say some other things. Uh, then the Lord said to Moses, this is what you are to tell the Israelites. You have seen for yourselves that I have spoken to you from heaven. You are not to make any other gods the name to be on with the, like the, the teachings of the Ten Commandments. But see, there was a case. You know, we, I mean, we all know the stories of the children of Israel, all of the trouble they got in of murmuring, complaining, not believing the Lord. And see, originally, God wanted to talk to them himself. Each each person, every person in there, he wanted to talk to them himself. 
you know, and you have to think, you know, it says there that, that God wanted to talk to themselves, the fear of the Lord be established, that they would not sin against him. And see, sin in the camp is some of the things, the murmuring, the complaining, the, you know, when they were wanting the quail and God sent quail and then many of them died from it. Uh, that if they had been able to hear God for themselves, it's that, that, uh, that personal place with God. Had they been able to hear God for themselves, been willing to listen to God themselves, what that that one-on-one, that personal, you know, and even though there wasn't salvation at that time, but that personal, uh, that personal place with God of of God is speaking to me. I'm hearing God myself. I'm God is speaking, and I'm hearing Him that maybe it would have truly kept sin out of the camp, that maybe there would have been, have been different responses from the people, uh, you know, and that speculation, I guess, in a sense that maybe they would have all gone in had things been different. You know, had they been willing to accept being spoken to by the Lord rather than saying to a man, and certainly Moses was the leader, but said to man, you speak to us. Let us just talk to man. You, you come talk to us or we'll die. Once again, fear. You know, fear got in the way there. You know, and there's another case of the, the children of Israel. Uh, you know, whether they wanted a king. You know, they wanted a king rather than the Lord to be their, you know, God to be their king. You know, he wanted to be their king. But they're like, appoint us a king that we can be like the other nations. Anyhow, this is all about God's perfect will and his acceptable will and his good will of, you know, are we willing at times to, to take steps or to follow him, even in places that are frightening or that we don't understand or... Uh, are we ready to just be uh, abandon ourselves to God and His will, even though at times maybe we can't see it? You know, we can't see it with our human mind. We can't we can't always envision it. Even though I, I so believe that if we pray and, and ask God and stay there and take communion, fast, whatever that God does give us the ability to see. That's just my personal opinion. You know, <clears throat> one thing I'll share, I, um, there was, and no calling any names, there was a, a, a lady I used to be friends with, uh, I'm, not that I'm not her friend now, but I mean, I'm not around her anymore, um, and she was in ministry, and God uh, God talked to her, God spoke to her, and spoke spoke to her directly, spoke to her through others as well, gave her a dream, whatnot, spoke to her about going into a different, uh, doing ministry differently, uh, doing it more online, doing it more um, through technology than actually going and doing personal meetings and standing before the people. Uh, you know, and when we the COVID and different things like that, certainly there are a lot of people that had to do that. Uh, not not uncommon. Of course, I love it. I get to hear a lot of people that I would never get to hear in person by listening to them on the Internet, listening to them on Facebook and things like that. I, I absolutely love it. But um, the Lord told us that I, I want to take you a different route. 
but she was very used to having done personal meetings scheduled that you know that was been doing that for i don't know many years uh, and she struggled with it i i, I think in, in many ways that she didn't want to do it you know sometimes we get so accustomed to the way we do things that we don't always like change that that you know didn't really want to do it it's like i don't know how to go about it and this and that and and other and also she didn't feel like she could you know now she voiced some of that you know she was like i, I just don't think i can do it i don't i'm not sure i can look at a camera uh look at a phone that you know it became very it became very confusing very complicated to her it's very complicated and and, and uh she really balked and, and pulled back from that and, and didn't want to you know just seemed like she didn't even want to attempt it um even though i know she prayed about it and she you know and at times would think of am i hearing god even though it had been confirmed and <coughs> excuse me but you know she wrestled with it and, and and ultimately uh you know that's been several years ago now like i said i'm not around her anymore had you know and whatnot but uh, that's been several years ago and she never did never has stepped out on it but uh, she had told me that there was another lady, uh, not someone that I know, that was prophetic that, you know, gave her word and told her, said, it's time to step out. She said, but but you have a choice to make. And the Lord says that whatever you whatever you decide, whichever you choose, that he's going to bless you, you know, that he's going to bless your life. But see, and I'm assuming uh, you know, that meant whether to do that or whether just to take a job and, and go back to work or whatever the case um, in order to have income. But um, once again, it goes back to the acceptable and the good and the perfect will of God. Um, you know, in some of those, once again, in those cases, it, it doesn't it doesn't mean that God refuses us. It doesn't mean that God is mad at us or he's mad with us. But Lord knows what would happen if we're really surrendered to the Lord and just go with him, you know, just go with him, even though, goodness, God is going to call you into things that's uncomfortable. I can just tell you that, you know, if it's all comfortable and you think, oh, yeah, I can do this, then there's a good chance that's not God because he loves to stretch us and he wants us to know we can't do it without him. You know, if we can jump in there and say, oh, yeah, I got this covered, well, that's more than likely something coming out of your flesh because God wants us to know that we can't do anything without him, that it's only through him. So he'll call you to the impossible or what seems impossible. Many times it is impossible in man's strength, in man's ways. He'll call you to things that stretches you to the utmost degree. He'll call you to things that makes your mind go tilt. How is this going to work? How am I going to have the money for this? How am I going to have the strength for this? Uh, how, you know, will anybody listen to me? You know, how am I, how, just question after question after question. But see, our best future is in that perfect will of God. And, you know, you, know, you look back, like in Moses, some of them, they – Sometimes it's hard it's hard for them to go against their heart. You know, their heart keeps saying, I can't do this. Or their heart keeps saying, I don't really want to do this, you know. Or their heart's saying, 
you know, how can this be? And this goes against what I believed. It goes against what I believe of myself. So what about the others? What are what are they going to think? And what are they going to be like? And, you know, will I get in the middle of this and then hate it? And see, that's, that's all the fear talking. Many times, the, oh, the enemy will talk. Oh, goodness, he will talk. And just he'll give you every single scenario in the world of what can go wrong. And, and, and you know, he'll... He'll try to convince you that it will go wrong and, oh, you didn't really hear God or you didn't really feel God or uh, you're mistaken. This was not, you know, blah, 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 you know, all of the stuff that the enemy tries to tell. But our best future is in God's perfect will. And it's not always going to make sense, particularly to others. Oh, goodness, particularly to others. I cannot tell you how many times in 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 music in singing and moving and uh, moving to you know when God's moving to different churches and moving up here uh, that people that I've not had people come against me or people just well you know it's going to be this and that you know people that would say negative things or or try to convince you that well that you know that's not right, or you know, just one thing behind the next, and try to try to put roadblocks in front of you because the enemy uses people. God uses people. The enemy uses people, and, and they can be godly people, and still at times be used by the enemy. Peter loved God. He loved Jesus, but yet when he says, "Surely you'll not be crucified," Jesus said, "Get behind me, Satan." At that moment, Satan was using him. He didn't know it, I guess, but Jesus, uh, Satan was using him, and yet he loved Jesus. So it's no different today. They're they're born again Christians. They might be people in leadership and everything else. That that occasionally the enemy will manage to use their tongue to say something that's not God's will or against God's will. So I hope this made some sense. Um, I know I'm notorious for kind of going round about things and, and mulling different things over. But it was it was uh, it was something I was thinking about today of how people and at times, you know, I'll include myself in this, you know, how that God has told us to do with us and through us. And it and at times it may go against our natural mind. Um You know, the word says that God is greater than our heart. He's greater than our heart because many times our heart tries to lead us astray. You know, people, I hear people all the time, they say, follow your heart. And I have to say, no, not always because your heart won't always lead you right. God will lead you right. God will. You know, and we won't always have the warm fuzzies about everything. We like that. I like that. I like that, you know. We'd love to, when God tells us something, we just get the warm fuzzies about, oh, this just feels so good. But many times that's not the case. And our heart will try to condemn us, and our heart will, will say, I don't know that I want to do this, or 
Or what about that other person? I don't know that they're really going to be what I think they are or what they claim they are. (laughs) You know, it just goes on and on. It goes on and on. And once again, there's just no, um, there's no substitute for spending time with God. Like I said, fast. If you feel led to fast, um, take communion for sure. Spend time with God. And one of the things I found is try to set many of the questions aside and just say, God, I'm here. Lord, talk to me. Tell me what's on your mind. Because sometimes we'll get before the Lord and we're we're spending a lot of time arguing our case or telling him how we feel. He knows how you feel. I think it's okay to tell God how we feel. I do. He already knows it anyhow. But honestly, he knows how we feel. But I want to know how God feels. Don't you? It's like, Lord, show me what's next. What's the next step you want me to take? Because sometimes looking like giving me the plan would be more than we can handle. Wanting to look too far down the road. And many times all we really need is that next step. God, what's the next step? And obeying you and being in your perfect will that pleases you. Because, God, I know that my very best future is in your perfect will. That's where the miraculous is. That's when the uh, above all you can expect or think or imagine is. That's where the glory of the Lord is, is in his perfect will. I'm trying to think if it was Catherine Coleman, maybe, that made the comment. And I don't remember the exact, but like, you know, you know what, there's no telling what God could do through someone that is totally surrendered to him. Totally surrendered. But that's all about that. I'm going to tell you all, I, uh, I'm just going to briefly mention it. The other night, Randy mentioned it the other night, a a few days ago, matter of fact, I think it was on Thursday, I fell asleep on the couch for a few minutes in my chair, and I had a dream that had me and Deborah in it, you know, the Tuesday night uh, minister. I've never met Deborah in person. I'm not even sure that I know her last name. Maybe I do. I've seen a picture of her from from the website. But I had a dream that had me and Deborah in it. I think I'm going to call into her program tomorrow night, see if she wants to discuss it. She may or may not want to. I don't have her, her number. But um, I had a dream that she and I were in a house together. It wasn't it wasn't my house. I don't necessarily think it was her house. I think in the dream that it represented uh, the only house that she and I both are in is the, the house of PGN, you know, the house of the Lord in that sense. Uh, that we are, are both belong to the household of PGN. And, but we were in a house, and, and it was like a big rain come up. And the house literally picked up off its foundation and began to float. And I felt the house pick up. And it was in a neighborhood 
And uh, I went to the front door, and I opened the front door and just looked and could see that we were floating. There was a few inches between where the water was, and, of course, the house was floating. I shut the door real quick, and uh, we began to, to float. It was like a flash flood. And we began to float in these floodwaters uh, down the street. And I looked, and Deborah had run to the middle of the room. There was a big, round uh, coffee table type thing there. And she had, had kind of scurried over to that and had kind of crouched down, you know, fearing that if the house got to rocking, that things would start falling off the walls or light fixtures or whatever, you know, things would start falling. But nothing did. And anyhow, when she did, then I kind of went over there, too, and kind of got in the middle of the room. And anyhow, I could feel in the dream, I could feel the house quickly floating uh, down the street. It was being repositioned. And then it was like it, the house floated a block or maybe two blocks. And then there was a, 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 a spot, you know, whether it was like a part of a yard or an empty lot, I'm not sure. Then the, the floodwaters or the flash flood receded and the house just sat right back down on the ground. And we realized that the the flood was over, nothing had been harmed, but the house had been relocated in that sense during that time. So it, it to me, it, it spoke of some type of a repositioning, some type of repositioning. But in that, the house floated. Nothing was harmed. We weren't harmed. The house wasn't destroyed, though the floodwaters came. You know, and I think of that scripture says, you know, when the enemy comes in like a flood against us, then then God will raise up a standard against him. It was like we were protected. We were kept. But there, a, a flood came, and we were repositioned through that flood. So, anyhow, and that was all of it. But very interesting. Like I said, I fell asleep for just a little while, had that dream. Uh, and I woke up. So I, I had Randy. I typed it out and I or, or sent a text message and I sent it to Randy and I said, send this to Deborah because it had Deborah in it, which was interesting to me. So I may call in tomorrow night and, and see if she wants to talk about it or what she thinks. So anyhow. All right. Um, let me play another song here. Write down the rest of these numbers that have called in and then we'll start taking callers. Thank you. 
God chases us down. You know, that's uh, that's the thing that sometimes we do is when we think we've messed up or we think we've made mistakes or things like that, it's like that we run from God. We try to hide from God. And he's like, just run to God. Just run to him. He loves us. He loves us, and he's always for us. Lord, I just thank you. God, I thank you, Lord, for loving us that, Lord, we mess up, we make mistakes, we fall short, and, Lord, that we would not ever be in fear, Lord, that you would reject us, Lord, that that we'd just run to you, Lord. Like a small child, Lord, that runs to their dad when they scrape their knee or cut their finger. We want daddy to fix it, daddy to kiss it and make it better, dad to help him. Lord, we just love you, and we thank you, Lord, that you're a good, good father. Lord, we want to please you with everything within us. And we just say thank you. In Jesus' name, amen. All right. 282-442. Hey, Jennifer. Hey. Hey, Jeannie. Hi, girl. You sound sad tonight. I am. What's wrong, baby? I don't know. Just feel... Just listening. Just feel... Yeah, struggling with a lot of this stuff. Actually, that song, and I feel like running from God. Yeah. Um, Just feel very disconnected with him and everybody. Girl, God loves you. God loves you, and 
you know, I I had sensed for a while that your heart was in turmoil. I haven't really known necessarily yeah. know why, but I I have sensed for a while that you were having some turmoil in your heart over situation. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, God is just the answer is all I know. I don't know. Um, the questions that you mull over and, and trying to find peace, but let's just pray. Father, Lord, I just thank you for Jennifer, Lord. And Lord, your, your word says you're greater than our heart. Lord, that you're greater than our heart. And Lord, I just speak peace over Jennifer, Lord. Lord, all the questions, all the scenarios, all the things that she keeps running over and over in her mind and the desires that are in her heart, Lord, that Sometimes the circumstances are not necessarily lining up with the desires and the way that we envision things. And Lord, that you would just bring revelation to her. But Lord, more than anything, that she'll just know how much that you love her and that you're for her, Lord, and that, uh, Lord, that you're not going to reject her and she's not going to mess up something that's unfixable. She's not going to do something that's going to just wipe out her future. She's not going to do anything and then say, you know, God, what have I done? Or, or God, that you would just give her peace. Lord, give her peace about the steps. And Lord, Lord, that she would, would just have that sense of knowing that she can just be still. Just be still. You know, many times when we're, when we're not at peace, when we're not... Uh, we're not finding that settled place. Many times just being still is the thing to do. And let God minister to us. Let God lead us. And just talk to him. He knows how we feel already. But just talk to him and pour out your heart like you would. Well, sometimes we can pour out our heart to God when we can't, we wouldn't tell those things to anybody on earth. I know I'm like that. There are things I would not say to anyone, but I will say to God. But, Lord, I just speak peace over her, Lord, and guide her heart. And, Lord, let her know, Lord, that she's not a disappointment in any way. She's not a disappointment. She's not going to disappoint you. Lord, that that you have her future in your hands. And, Lord, that you care about what she cares about. Lord, you want her happiness. You want her her contentment. You have things for her, Lord. You have, have things for her to do, and you have things for her future. And, Lord, you know, you're the God of more than enough. But, Lord, that you're not going to bring her into a future, Lord, that causes her heart turmoil. Lord, you guide us by peace. You guide by peace. And, Father, I just come against all of the voices that try to uh, even the voices of the voice of the enemy that 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 tries to speak confusion to her, Lord, and Lord, even any outside influences, people that, that brings confusion, Lord, that those that those voices would just not penetrate, Lord, that she will hear just your voice, God, and Lord, will find that settledness and that peace and that quietness. In you, Lord, just pulling aside with you, Lord, that you're just like the one that was 
in the cave and he was listening for the wind and God was not in it in the fire and God was not in it in all of these things and God was not in it, but then it was that still quiet voice. But Lord, that you will guide her. You'll guide her and she'll find that that place, Lord, down in the depths of her spirit, that peace of Holy Spirit, Lord, that will be her guide and is her guide. Lord, I just speak your love over her. I speak your peace over her. Lord, that she would just be still and see the salvation of the Lord. Just be still. Lord, that we don't want to make decisions. We don't want to make changes when we're in turmoil, when we're when, when feeling unsettled. The enemy, that's many times, that's what the enemy is trying to do, is try to push us into doing something, push us into to moving when we're still looking for that absolute from the Lord. So, God, I just speak peace and quietness to her soul and to her heart, Lord. And, Lord, most of all, just the love of God over Jennifer, Lord, because you love her with an everlasting love. Lord, you love her so very much. And I speak the joy of the Lord over her, that the joy of the Lord is her strength. The joy of the Lord is her strength, Lord. You are her strength. You are her ever-present help in a time of trouble. And, Lord, just even a, a quietness to her mind, Lord, just a, a quietness to her. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Amen. Thank you. I appreciate You're that. Welcome. You're welcome. Like I said, I, I had felt that there was something going on with you for, I don't know, a couple of weeks probably. But yeah. I didn't, you know, anyhow, God knows. God knows. And, and uh, you know, when you're feeling that right. Ma'am? I said you've perceived right. <laughs> that uh, to, to just be still and, and and just tune in to the Lord and try to keep your mind as quiet as you can, you know, because we can just pummel ourselves with our mind. Of, of And the devil is so willing to help us, you know, with every question and, and this and that and every scenario. And, and it's hard to even... Um, discern what's in our heart. It's hard to even discern our heart. Oh, wow, I just got a text that I want a cow. Wow, cool. (laughs) 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 Neat. (laughs) In South Texas, but neat. (laughs) But but, uh, it it is. It's hard to even discern our heart when we've got all that going on. Now I gotta make the news to my husband that I want a cow that's all the way nearly to Mexico. I don't think I've I don't think I've ever told you this, but I I love cows. Like I have a thing for cows. Everybody that knows me knows that. There's just something about cows, their big eyes and their eyelashes and I just have a thing about cows. <laughs> I wish I could win a cow. We love ours, but that's 
that's amazing. That's amazing. They had a <laughs> anyhow. This guy's nearly to Mexico, truthfully, on the far end of Texas. <laughs> and he was uh, anyhow. I got in on that little raffle, bought one little number, and out of like sixty-five people, I just saw the text. You want it? It's <laughs> like yay. <laughs> now I gotta figure out how to get her here. Uh, cool. Anyhow, that's cool. well, that's a change, change in conversation. <laughs> Uh, well, I think I've been focusing on the scripture, you know, about laughter being God's medicine. So, it, yeah, <laughs> that was that was timely. Yep. Yeah. Well, I hope you know I, I'm I'm other than 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 knowing that. Um, that you were having some turmoil and just praying for peace for you and to, uh, to just be still before the Lord. I mean, I'm not really hearing anything else um, of you, though, and that God loves you and that he's going to lead you in all of this, you know, the things that are concerning you and the things that are going on, uh, that God's going to lead you. Because peace, it's hard to hear when we're not at peace. It really is. And it's hard to even discern our hearts. You know, because, and like I so said, the enemy just comes in every which way. And so often he will gladly uh, recruit other people <laughs> to add to the turmoil. So mm-hmm. find that place of laughter and just spend some time with God and just um, let God love exactly. on you. Yeah, I've had a lot of time with him lately. I've actually just been using my time just to be with him. But I, he's been pretty quiet with answering questions and so forth, but I'm still listening. Okay. Well, Han, is there anything else in particular you want to pray about before I move on? No, no, no. That's, that's Your prayer was perfect. Thank you. Okay. You're more than welcome. You're more than welcome. Okay. I'll be praying for you this week. Okay, thank you. Appreciate it. You bet. All right, you have a great night. You too. Hi, 502-548. Hey, Greg. You still there? 502-548? I got you. I got you. I'm sorry. I guess I was still just... I was, was, but I was just so giddy with you winning the cow, so... Yeah, it's really cool. It's, you know, Texas is really big, and we're like on opposite ends. I mean, he is literally on the farthest end of Texas, right next to Mexico. So I'm like, well, <laughs> this is yeah, cool. No but, you know, that I gotta go get it. <laughs> Road trip. I don't know. I'll have to figure out something. Mm-hmm. But that was neat. Yeah, but anyway, that's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. What's what's going on with you tonight, and, and anything on your heart you're wanting to share? Tough day, Jeannie. Yeah. Tough day. And one point is uh, they stat flighted my boss to a hospital here in Louisville because he lives about an hour away, mm-hmm. and um, short version, as he would say, is. Um, He's had a stroke that was caused by a ruptured artery. Wow. Uh, since the words I remember were vertebral and brainstem. 
So don't know. I just know that um, couldn't swallow, couldn't walk, couldn't hold his eyes open. Um, so the last report I got, he was starting to swallow some. They just said that the next 24 to 48 hours would be crucial. And then, and you know, that was, was pretty much how my day started was getting a phone call about that and, you know, you know, listening throughout the day for updates. And then the rest of the day, it was just, it was just a, it was not a good day. Yeah. Yeah. Strokes are so horrible. I mean, we've lost yeah. one or two friends just recently to strokes, but horrible, horrible thing. Well, let's just pray for him. Father, we just come together, Lord, and we just uh, intercede on this, this man's behalf. Father, that your healing hand, Lord, would, would intervene in this situation, Lord, and bring uh, bring recovery, Father, Lord, that you would spare his life, Lord, that your your kindness and your mercy and your grace, Lord, be extended to him, Lord, that you would direct the hands of the doctors and the wisdom, Lord, there to, to do every possible thing, Lord, that can help him. But, Lord, we just ask, Lord, for uh, restoration in his body and recovery in his body, Lord, that, uh, every, that Lord, where that brain bleed is, Lord, that that it would there would be minimal damage or no damage, God, or that everything in his uh, system would begin to work and function normally, or that it would be a testimony to him, a testimony to others of God's healing power, and a testimony to him, Lord, of your healing power. And Father, we just plead the blood of Jesus over him. Lord, that his days, as with all of us, our, our days are in your hands. You're the one that sets our days, Lord. Lord, and we just speak over him, with long life you satisfy us and show us your salvation. Lord, that he would see the salvation of the Lord today, the salvation of the Lord. And, Lord, that this would become an opportunity to witness for you, an opportunity uh, to give his testimony. Lord, that others would see and others would have, would come to Christ, that others would know that God cares about them, that God is for them, and God is still in the miracle working business still today. So, Lord, protect him, keep him, Lord. Uh, surround him with your with your angels. Lord, keep your 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 hands on him, your protection over him. Lord, just overshadow him with your presence, and Lord, speak to him, even while, Lord, even when he's asleep, Lord, if he's unconscious, Lord. Uh, Lord, help him just to hear your voice and to feel the comfort and the love of God. Lord, give him the hand-picked nurses and doctors, Lord, that are led by you. Lord, intervene on his behalf. And Lord, we just speak comfort and peace to him and comfort and peace to his family and coworkers, Lord, those that love him, those that care about him. Lord, we thank you for just lifting him up and bringing him out of this, bringing him out victorious. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. All right. Thank you, Jamie. You betcha. All right. Well, let's pray for you. Father, I thank you for Greg. And, Lord, I thank you, Lord, that you you put him in special places. Lord, you you put your people in places, Lord, to be to make a difference. Lord, you put us in places many times. We're in places that... Uh, I really handpicked for God to intervene in situations. You know, I've said this for a number of years that I felt years ago, several, a number of years ago, I felt that, that there would be times in the future and maybe even now that God would put the people of God actually in places of, of danger 
because they will be the ones there that will speak against it and will pray against it and will stop things from happening. Will will actually stop things from happening that would be uh, deadly things going on, whether it's bombers or whatever. That there would be people of God put in place would be in that God. It would be their assignment. There would be in places there to uh, to intervene and and press pray, and God would shut things down that the enemy had planned. But Father, I thank you, Lord, that you do uh, strategically use Greg in places and certain people. I, Greg, I just still see God moving you about. I have seen that so many times it seems like, but it's like I just see God uh, positioning you here and there. I, I, it's like I don't see you like in in one place all the time. And I, I, I don't know that, that that may or may not talk about actually moving uh it may or may not have to do with different jobs, right. but it's just like I, I see God repositioning you here and there and here and there. Uh, it may be places that He sends you on the job. I, I don't, I don't really know, um, but it's, it's, it's just like I see God moving you about and in, in yeah. using you in different places and with different scenarios and with different people and different groups of people. Um, and it, and it almost seems like that that's like that's a part of your calling. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like I see a road, uh, like a, a road that you're on, like a paved road, paved highway, whatever that you're on, and I see a uh, a road that wires to the left, and it's like I see you taking that wire, you know, going in another direction or something. Mm-hmm. But I, I I have just I've felt it many times before with you that God God moving you about. And like I said, whether that's an, uh, actually a natural move of actually moving you to different towns and stuff, or if that's just in your travels, God using you. But um, like I said, it's like it's a part of it's like it's a part of your calling of God, you know, having you on the move, so to speak, and, and using you in that way. I wish I had had it, you know, had it more clear to get more <laughs> understanding. But well, um, I'm actually interviewing some other jobs, and the two that I have interviewed with, both of them um, are back to what I used to do, which is more, you know, a lar- little bit larger territory and, and on the road every day, not hit or miss. Uh-huh. Um, cool. Well, I don't know the actually owned. Uh, they're in the U.K., based in London. So, um, I mean, it, it, if I ended up going with them, it could even end up taking me back over there. Wow. I don't, you know, I don't know, and honestly, I mean, I have have my thoughts, my wishes, and you know what my feelings are. But you know, at the end of it, it's just like every time I've ever done any kind of a job search or whatever, I'm just like, you know, please God guide me, um, because I may make a wrong decision. You know, I may choose money over something else, or I may choose convenience over something else, and I typically, you know, lean on Him really hard, and like. Please don't let me make the wrong decision. I don't like changing jobs. Right. So, um, and you know, again, it just you know, whatever he wants. Right. But, right. I love to travel. I love to well, be on the road. Yeah, I can't say I necessarily saw you overseas, but he didn't show me everything either. Um, yeah. But I do. You know, it's like I see you here and there, and here and there, and here and there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and God going with you and God using you in all the different places that He's sending you, in all the yeah. you know it 
you're definitely like your job being intertwined with ministry of the Lord in that sense. Yeah. So thank you, Jesus. All right. Well, anything else you anything else in particular you want to pray about? Mm. Can we go with an unspoken? I typically don't like doing that, but I trust your perception and I trust his guiding. So, well, Father, I just Lord, I thank you for Greg. Lord, what a delight he is! What a delightful person! And Lord, that that he has a heart for you. He has a heart to be guided by you, Lord. And Father, um, Lord, I thank you, Lord, that you've just got your protective arm around me, Lord, that you've you you've you have a covering over him, and, and Lord, you hold him close. You hold him close, Lord. That you know, as your word says, that we're uh, in the shelter of God. You know, beneath His wings, Lord. And Father, I just I thank you, Lord, that all of the things that concern him and the things that are going on in his life, Lord, that you're just you're right there with him, so close with him. And Lord, that he'll. Uh, that he will, as your word says, that you'll you're hear word behind us that this is the way walking in it, Lord, that you're speaking to him, Lord, and that, um, Lord, that he's going to become even more perceptive to your voice, more, he's going to hear you even more clear than he does now in the days ahead. But, Lord, that he doesn't have to worry that he won't hear God because you'll make sure that he hears you, Lord, that, that it be if he tunes into you, Lord, if his his heart is turned towards you and his um, his will is submitted to you, Lord, that you're going to make sure that he hears you, <coughs> Lord, and he need not be fearful of that. He need not be fearful of that, Lord, that, that the peace of God will guide him, and, Lord, that he'll have the knowing in his heart. And, Lord, I just speak peace to Greg's heart, too, Lord. And speak peace to his heart and the joy of the Lord over him, too. That is his strength. And, Lord, that he, too, will know that it's okay sometimes just to be still and do nothing. That the enemy sometimes tries to make us make a decision. Like, you've got to make that decision today or you've got to make that decision this week. Yeah. And, Lord, when we feel pushed like that, Lord, we know that's the enemy because you don't push. God leads, but he doesn't push. And so, Lord, I just thank you for your love. I thank you for your grace and your mercy. And, Lord, that you're covering. I just so sense, Greg, like God's, you know, like he's got his arms around you, like you're just surrounded by the Lord. You know, just that protection of Daddy God around you. And Lord, we thank you for that. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you, Jeannie. You're more than welcome. Hope everything right. works out with your cow. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll yeah. talk to you soon. All right. You have a great week, sweetie. You too. All right. Four oh five nine three four. I believe this is Autumn. 405-934. Hello? 405-934. I'll come back to him. He might have stepped away for a minute. 
405779. I believe this is Lucretia. Hi. Hi, darling. How are you doing tonight? I'm doing okay. How are you? I'm I'm good. I'm good. Good. I'm just fine. Well, good to have you tonight. Thank you for, for waiting. Thank you for being here. Yes, I'm glad to be here. <laughs> Let's pray for you. Father, I thank you for Lucretia. And, and Father, I just thank you, Lord, for, for encouraging her. And Lord, I thank you, Father, for a pep in her step. Lord, a pep in her step. It's like a, I see like a new pep in your step. And God bringing a new pep in your step. And like, uh, I believe the word says that David encouraged himself in the Lord. And it's like I see that you've been encouraging yourself in the Lord. You know, that 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 when things try to pull on you, it's like you encouraged yourself in the Lord, and, and, and it worked, and it worked. You're having, having a new, <clears throat> just a new encouragement to your heart, just a new, uh, um, it doesn't mean everything, it doesn't mean everything has, has washed away completely, but just a new, a new encouragement and just a new resolve and that sort of thing. And, and Father, I just thank you, Lord, for, uh, for for settling the waves around her, Lord, Father, that we like, we love those those uh, waters around us that are smooth as glass, Lord. That that smooth sailing, smooth sailing, Lord. I thank you, Lord, for just calming, calming, calming the waters around her, calming the waves, Lord. Lord, that she had those seasons, because Lord, there's not warfare every season. They said the word says there's a time for war, there's a time for peace, uh, there's a time for everything. And, Lord, I thank you, Father, for a new season, a new season for Lucretia, Lord. Yes, a new season, Lord. And, Father, that even if she uh, hears tidings that, uh, if she hears things from a distance that might would be disturbing, Lord, that it not touch her. Lord, that she will, will remain in her joy of the Lord, that she will remain in that place of encouraged and settled in you lord that that you know sometimes we'll hear we'll hear hear murmurings from a distance you know we'll hear hear grumbling is from a distance uh hear various things from a distance so to speak not right there but you know there'll be things going on around us but it doesn't touch us it doesn't touch us because we're our we're we're settled in god and it's like nope i'm not receiving it nope I'm not going to listen to it. And sometimes we just have to shut stuff out, you know. We just we have to just shut it out. You know, I know with the news, there's so, you know, the news now is so negative and there's just so much turmoil on the news. You know, I can listen to some of it and then I have to turn it off and turn on to HGTV or something like that, you know, turn on to something that's pleasant. And we have to do that at times. You know, we have to surround ourselves. Uh, we have to just pull away from stuff that would be negative or, or would try to pull on our pull on our joy or pull on our peace. And Father, I just thank you for Lucretia, Lord, of, of um, Lord, some new beginnings this year, some new beginnings this year, a new year, some new beginnings, some new beginnings, some new beginnings, uh, some new acquaintances, some new, uh, some new roads traveled, some new places in her life. It's like I see you uh, in the car traveling some places you've not been, and, and you know the, that doesn't necessarily mean you know totally leaving the state. But it's like I see you going it's just some new, some new places, some new places. I don't, uh, I don't know. 
I mean, sometimes new places can just be some new restaurants, some new churches, some new new friends, some new acquaintances that we've made. But I just see some new, some literal new places in your life. You know, some some new adventures, some new places, something that's getting out of the same old rut, so to speak. Amen. Because we can, Amen. all of us, we can get into that same old, same old that we're doing the same thing, the same people, the same places all the time, and it becomes, uh, what's the word, uh, dreary, dreary, whatever. It 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 can become just kind of, eh, you know, we become bored yeah. with it, or it. It just becomes like this is a rut, but I see uh, I, I see you going to some new places, some mm-hmm. you know some literal new places, some new things, and stepping out into some new territories in your life. I don't know if it would have to do with your job or whatever. And sometimes it's just making the decision to do it. But those things, many times, it brings a freshness to our life because we're getting out of that same old patterns that we've been in. And it's like you know what, I'm not going to do the same. I'm not going to do these same patterns. I'm going to I'm going to step out and go into some new directions. You know, sometimes I have to get out, and you know, my husband and I will get out and get in the truck, and we'll just go ride. You know, go drive some places we've not been. You know, go down some roads we've not been. But Father, I thank you, Lord, for just bringing revelation to Lucretia. This Lord, Father, that she will feel a freshness and a newness to this year. Lord, she'll feel a freshness and a newness to her life. Lord, that it's not going to be the same old, same old, Lord, as she embraces the new, embraces the new, embraces the changes, embraces um, just the adventure, God, Lord, that it's going to bring a new joy to her, Lord. It's going to bring a fresh wind to her, Lord. And, Father, I thank you, Lord, for it, it putting even a more pep to her step. And, Lord, uh, just shutting out the voices uh, of the enemy or the voices that would try to to uh, pull on her in any way. Lord, I just thank you, Lord, for the favor of God. Lord, I thank you for expectation, expectation of blessing, expectation of favor, expectation of the new. Lord, that it will, will grow her faith. Lord, that as we expect blessings, as we expect new things, as we expect good things, that, Lord, it brings us to it. It draws it towards us. Those things we focus on, it draws them towards us. Those things we expect, it's faith working. It's faith working that it draws us to it and draws it to us. So, Lord, I thank you for the new. I thank you for the new for Lucretia, Lord. I thank you for the new things and new beginnings and, and new adventures, new things for her, Lord, freshness, a new wind. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Amen. Thank you for that. Thank you for praying for me. Oh, you're welcome. Is there anything in particular you wanted to share or anything, uh, any prayer about something in particular? Well, I'm glad to hear the prayer because I really need to hear that because that's a lot of stuff that I've been dealing with. Uh, I guess just at this point, I would like prayer for a change in my thinking, a paradigm shift. Um, yeah. That's where it all begins. Yeah, that 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 is where it all begins. Father, I thank you, Lord. Your word says that we, Lord, that your word renews our mind. <clears throat> and Lord, old patterns of thinking hold us in old places. Uh, and Lord, one of the first things to breaking free into the in in into freedom into new things and freedom, Lord, is to change the way we think. 
it's changing the way we think. Lord, so I, I thank you, Father, for, for helping Lucretia in that area. Lord, that as she, uh, Lord, as she uh, just dwells on your word, Lord, as she really envisions things, as she, you know, we're able to, God gave us such a beautiful creative mind that we're able to see things, you know, to, to envision it in our mind and able to, to see things different than what they are. You know, we call those things that be not as though they are. That as we start envisioning it different and thinking about things different, then we start seeing it come come to pass. We start seeing the manifestation of it. But Father, thank you, Lord, for showing her, revealing to her those areas that she needs uh, a renewal in her mind, a place of a whole new way of thinking. Lord, as we think different, we begin to feel different. Our emotions begin to work differently uh, because our thoughts are what control our emotions. But, Lord, as our thinking has changed, then, you know, first we have to think about things different. Then it drops into our heart, and we begin to actually feel different about it, and then we see things change. We see things change. So, Lord, just give a revelation on those places that need to be changed in her thinking. And, Lord, help her to, um, Lord, to see it. Help her to see it. Help her to uh and how to approach, you know, that's that's a prayer that I have many times as well. I say, God, how am I supposed to think about this? You know, what's the right way to think about this? You know, sometimes I have to do that, you know, with family members and stuff. It's like, Lord, show me how I need to think about them. You know, particularly if they've been ugly and they've done things over and over and over for years. And it's, and I know God loves them and it's like, Lord, show me how I should think about them. You know, that, yeah. that sometimes we don't get into judgment or we don't get into uh, to just disliking somebody, you know, and things like that. It's like, Lord, show me how to think about this. Because God knows how we should view things and how he views it. Uh, and it helps us navigate through it. And it, as we as we catch ourselves, you know, you know, if we start to go, that's true of negativity. If we start to go somewhere that's negative, we start to go somewhere, you know, and uh, catch ourselves. It's like, God, uh, show me how to think about this. You know, you think about Jesus on the cross. You know, when those that hung him on the cross, he said, Lord, forgive them. They know not what they do. You know, sometimes, you know, particularly where people are concerned, or family would have to say, if they really understood what they were doing and they really understood how it affects them, they wouldn't do it. You know, yeah. so sometimes we have to go there with things. If they really, truly understood, they wouldn't go there. You know, so, Father, I just thank you, Lord, for, for helping Lucretia in that area, Lord, for helping all of us in that area, that we would think the way that you want us to think. And, Lord, uh, Lord, just uh, quicken it to us, Lord, that when we start going to the wrong places with our thoughts, Lord, that you just quicken us and say, no, 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 don't go there. This is what I want you to think. This is that. This is the place I want to make correction. So Lord, we thank you for that and for your mercy and for your grace. In Jesus' name, amen. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you. I appreciate it. You're welcome, sweetie. You're more than welcome. All right. Well, you have a great week this week. You too. I appreciate it. Thank you. Uh-huh. Good night. All right, let me try this other one again. Um, 405-934.
Hello, this is Autumn. Hi, Autumn. How are you not? I'm doing good. Good. Okay. Thank you for holding. I came to you a while ago, and I guess you had stepped away, but I come back, so I'm glad I caught you this time. <clears throat> All right. Let's pray for you. Father, I thank you for Autumn. And, and, and Father, I thank you, Lord, for his inquiring heart, his inquiring mind, Lord. Um, Father, that he's he's a searcher. Lord, he's a searcher. He's, he's, he's searching for... Uh, for more of who he is in you, of more, Lord, what you think, Lord, more of, of what your directions are. And, Father, I thank you, Lord, that that you overcome sometimes the, you know, and I've said this earlier when I was teaching, that sometimes in our own heart we get a wrong impression of who we are because many times we will develop an impression of who we are based on what other people said or based upon uh, life experiences, and our life experiences are not who we are. We, you know, there's things that we encounter, there's things that we go through in life, but that's not who we are. You know, who we are when you belong to the Lord is a child of a king, and loved by God, and 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 chosen, and uh, handpicked by God, hand created. You know, created fearfully and wonderfully. So, Father, I thank you, Lord, for revealing to Autumn just a constant, because it's not a one-time thing. It's something that's a, an ongoing process of God revealing to us who we are, because he's the one that really knows. He's the one that created us. He's the one that put things in us that we don't even know is in us, and certainly other people don't know is in us. He knows. So, Father, I thank you, Lord, for a constant revelation to Autumn, Lord, of who he is in Christ and the man that you've called him to be, Lord, honorable and, and loved, Lord, and, and walking in the power and revelation of God, walking walking in demonstration of God, Lord, able to help others and see miraculous things in, in the lives of others through his prayers, Lord. Lord, able to speak the word of God and see mountains moved. Lord, able to have that that uh, that knowing from you, Lord. Even the uh, the word says that the Holy Spirit will show us things that we know not. He'll show us things to come, Lord. That he even have have favor and protection of God, Lord. That be able to know ahead of time things. Sometimes God gives us good business decisions, or He gives us knowledge and understanding of things that will be harmful. Uh, you know, I've told stories before of how God would redirect you know redirect me one time to go a different way. And then found out later that there was a deadly crash had I continued going the way I was going. Uh, you know, God reveals things, and, and we see his hand move in our life in such miraculous ways. And it's available to everyone that belongs to the Lord. Father, I thank you, Lord, for divinely aligning Autumn with the people, Lord, that that are destiny-driven, that are destiny people for his life. There's key connections for all of us. There's key people that God connects us to that are connected to our destiny, that are connected to our future in Christ. So, Father, I thank you, Lord, for helping connect Autumn to those divine connections, those destiny people, Lord. Lord, that will help set him in um, on the journey, Lord, that will help set him on the path, 
Lord, to promotion in you, to promotion in life, to the joy of the Lord, to the growing in you, Lord, uh, into uh, being in those places that he needs to be, Lord, in those places that he can be used by you, Father, in those places where, where he can be a blessing and be blessed, Father, connect him. Lord, it may take him on a totally different path that he's on now, totally different group of people than he's around now. But, Lord, as he says yes to you, Lord, that you'll start positioning him in places and he will see things that he never dreamed he'd see. He'll experience things and he will do things that he never dreamed he would do. And, Lord, you take us from glory to glory, from glory to glory. And, Lord, as long as we keep saying yes and we keep obeying you, Lord, things that we look at now and we experience and we think, I don't know how, um, I don't know how I can rise up out of this. I don't know how my finances will be be a lot different. I don't know how my relationships will be so different. But God is not limited in any way. And he does things so awesomely and so surprisingly that all we can do is sit back and wonder because he wants us to know it's God. That it wasn't anything that we did other than obeying, just obeying. And be willing to do it, step forward in the places he says. But it's but it's God. And he gets the glory for all of it. And then we get to tell the testimony and others realize that God is for them. Too. So, Father, I just thank you for Autumn, Lord. I just thank you, Lord, for bringing revelation to him. Lord, speak to him even in his dreams at night. Lord, let him see the plans that you have for him, the plans that are good, to do him good and not evil, to give him a hope and a future. And, Lord, connect him to those. Begin to connect him, God, to those that are instrumental in his future. Key people, Lord. Key people that are destiny-driven and a part of a part of his future. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Thank you. You're welcome. Is there anything in particular you want to pray about, hon? Um, just uh, increase wisdom and discernment. I'm sorry, I didn't hear you. Increase wisdom and discernment. Yes, yes. Father, we just thank you, Lord, uh, Lord, that your word says, if any man lacks wisdom, let him ask of God. So, Father, I just thank you, Lord, that we know that you don't withhold from us, that you give liberally. So, Lord, we just, and, Lord, I, that's my prayer, too. I think every one of us would say, Lord, for wisdom and discernment from you, Lord, that we're led by you, that we hear your voice. Lord, that you are a God of wisdom. Lord, that you know all things. You are the Alpha and the Omega. So, Lord, as he has asked, Lord, I thank you, Father, for pouring out wisdom on Autumn. Lord, pouring out uh, wisdom and Lord that he would discern and know your voice he would receive it and understand Lord cause him to, to feel your presence to hear your voice clearly Lord having ears to hear and eyes to see in Jesus name amen thank you you're more than welcome alright you have a blessed week 251229 who am I speaking with where are you calling from uh, yes, this is Sarah calling from Alabama. Okay, I thought that was you. Your number wasn't there a minute ago. It jumped up there right in front of me just as I started to click. Okay, let me write this down right quick. <laughs> All right, how you doing, sweetie? 
<laughs> oh, I'm doing pretty good. <laughs> That's funny. That's idiot. All right. <laughs> All right. Well, let's pray for you. Father, I thank you for Sarah. And Father, Lord, I just thank you, God, that, that your hand of protection is around her and on her, Lord, and that uh, Lord, your your care, you're caring for her. Lord, that she just know that how much you care for her, Lord, and that you don't you don't ever look away, you don't ever take a day off, Lord. That you're right there with her all the time, and Lord, that she can just trust you, Lord. As, as the word says, you keep it perfect peace those uh, whose mind is stayed upon you because they trust you. They trust you, and Lord, I think sometimes what we struggle with is we don't always trust ourselves it's not sometimes we say well i trust god but i don't trust myself did i did i make the right decision am i doing things in the order god would have me do or am am i doing things right you know am i missing something i know that's i think most of us get in there we're like god i trust you but i don't trust myself did i uh, am I? Am I? Is my timing right on this? Am I making the right decision? All this good stuff. But Father, I thank you, Lord, that your uh, Lord, you're, you're just your loving kindness is always just surrounding us, Lord, and that um, Lord, as a loving Father, you don't leave us to our own devices. You don't leave us to when if if, if there's a decision that we have struggled with. Lord, that you're you're right there to to bring peace, and you're right there that if we do make our own decision, that your Holy Spirit checks us, gives us a check in our heart that that okay, don't do this now, or or do this later, or this is not what I want you to do. Lord, that we can just be at peace in that. We can just be at peace in it, and and know that you're with us, and that. Uh, Lord, even where others are concerned that that uh, you know other people that that uh, affect our life or other people that are uh that we're involved with lord that that even there that lord you you protect us where all of that is concerned you you protect us, Lord, you keep us, and Father, I just thank you lord for uh for just bringing peace, bringing peace to Sarah Lord that she just uh, Lord, will rest in you. Lord, know that you are her strength. Lord, that you are her strength. Lord, you are her healer. You are her provider. And Lord, that you'll give her strength through everything that she encounters. Lord, you give her strength to get to the other side. Lord, there's been so many times things that I have gone through that were so challenging that I had all I could do was lean on God to get me to the other side, and he did. And, uh, you know, there were things were hard at times. There were, there were places that were hard things, but God got me through. And, Lord, I thank you. You'll get Sarah through everything that she encounters, everything that comes her way, that she has to. Not every road is fun. Not every road is easy, Lord, but that you're with her through the whole thing. And, Lord, I just speak speak peace and I speak healing and I speak encouragement to her heart, Lord. Um, and Lord, that you'll put the right people around her, Lord, to be, uh, to hold up her arms, Lord, just as you 
you, you had Aaron and, and the higher Lord, Lord to, to hold up the, the hands of Moses, Lord, when his arms when his arms got tired, Lord, that you put those around him to hold up his arms, Lord, that you'll put those around Sarah, Lord, to be a help to her when she needs when she needs help. People that she can count on, people that will that she can rest and know that they're with her. So Father, I just thank you, Lord, for um, Lord for sweet sleep and for her to be able to just be at peace in her heart. Lord, that whatever comes her way, all of the things in life that are uh, the difficult places and the hard places, Lord, that she can just rest in you and trust you, Lord. And Lord, know that that even in her decisions, Lord, that you're not going to let her jump off a cliff or make a a really bad decision that you're not going to check her in her spirit, Lord, that you're going to catch her and say, hey, hey. So, Lord, that if you've given her the okay, if you've given her if she's feeling peace, Lord, that that you have put your stamp of approval on it, Lord, that you're you're saying it's okay. It's gonna be okay. It's gonna be okay. So Lord, I just thank you for it in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Can you hear me? Uh huh, I can. Okay. That was beautiful. I thank the Lord uh, for that prayer um, that the Lord gave you. That was really, really beautiful. And just trusting in him, you know, just that trust. And then sometimes that was so on point because sometimes we really don't trust ourselves. And, and, (laughs) And that's so on point. Like, am I doing this right, Lord? Am I doing that right? How do you, what do you think about it, Lord? You know what I mean? And we have to check ourselves and and knowing that he loves us and he's going to be there to check it, you know. Yes. Yes, he does. I mean, he does. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. I think that that's where so many of us are so many times. It's not that we don't trust God, it's we don't trust ourselves. Did I really hear right? Did I hear at the right time? Am I, you know, it's, it's ourselves we don't trust. But we have to trust yeah. God in, in his ability to cause us to hear, you know, that he's not going to say, well, I told you once, but you didn't hear me, so oh well. No, that's not how he is. Mm. <laughs> I'm so glad he's not like that. <laughs> me too. Me too. Oh, goodness. I would be so in a mess. Thank <laughs> God he's not like that. Well, thank you, Jesus. I'm so thankful you not like that. Like I told you, I told you once. I told you, I told you twice. Goodbye. I'm gone. <laughs> right, right. So, like our parents used to say, I'm not going to tell you that again. <laughs> He's not like and run on. <laughs> yeah. Next time you're going to get a whipping, right? All right. Well, honey, is there anything in particular you want to pray about tonight? Well, um. I just really want prayer for just um, my daughter. Um, I'm going to be, I think I've told everybody, I don't know if I told you, um, that I'll have surgery on Wednesday, um, this coming up Wednesday. And um, I don't don't think, she's 22. She just made 22. And she's kind of like, 
you know, are you going to be okay, Mom? I want you to, you know, <laughs> I think she really is like a baby. <laughs> well, it's good that she cares about her mama and she's concerned about it. Yeah. You're going to be fine. God is with you. Yeah. I trust. I trust him. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Well, Father, we yeah. do thank you, Lord, for giving her daughter peace, Lord, that she'll be available for mom if mom needs her help with anything, Lord, that that, Lord, that she'll not feel stressed or apprehensive about the surgery. Lord, that she, she too will know that God is with her mama and that God is taking care of her. Lord, and that all is well. Lord, that all is going to be well. Lord, it, it, there's there's a time for things. There's a time for healing, and Lord, the healing process uh, uh, can be uncomfortable at times. But Lord, that we just rest in you, and know, Lord, that we you're getting us to the other side, Lord, and that and, and truly that all is well. But Lord, just I just speak peace to her daughter's heart, Lord, that um, she'll just feel your comfort, Lord. You'll feel her, your comfort in, Lord. If she feels any apprehension, Lord, that she'll just come to you in prayer and let Daddy God love on her and be reassured that God is with her mama. Lord, mm-hmm. we thank you for it. We thank you for your precious love and your precious care. In Jesus' name, amen. In Jesus' name, amen. And um, I really thank the Lord for you and just to everybody on the PGM prayer team, I had to kind of like go around and tell, you know, everyone that, you know, I'm really uh, thankful for everybody that's on the prayer team and uh, especially Prophet Randy and, uh, you know, for getting the, having the Lord, giving him the idea to go ahead and um, have a PGM prayer team. So, yeah. Um, I'm just, you know, I think the Lord gave him uh, that idea to, hey, you know. And then Prophet Randy was one saying, uh, and I was hearing him, that God told him that when he don't make this for, don't be the kind of prophet that uh, is after money and after, you know, different things that, uh, other people are doing, selling books and all that. He wants them to do what God tells them to do, and that's to love freely and to uh, be a part of his ministry and and let him uh, guide the way. And um, I'm just thankful, you know, to yeah. God for everybody. Um, yeah, thank you. Yeah. I, I mean, I am too. I, Randy, I've known Randy for a number of years, and I'm so thankful for him. I mean, he knew he knew my sister, he knew my mom, and, you know, he's been involved with my family, some that many of them that are already in heaven, and, and uh, he, he's a fine man, he really is. He's been very consistent, and, uh, you know, he's been, a, he's been a man of God, and he's been a, he's really been a rock in so many ways, so I appreciate the, uh, I appreciate the opportunities he's given me and so many others, and, and uh, it's, it's PGN, I mean, it really is like a family. It really is. You know, all of you guys that even call in on a regular basis, and y'all are so much like family, you know, and it's it's a beautiful thing. I love it. Yeah, and Jesus is so, he's like we were saying, he's universal, and he loves us and all over the world, 
and uh, spiritually, I mean, we may not have actually uh, had the chance to meet everybody, but our spirits are there connecting in and, uh, and, and Jesus. So anyway, I just wanted to say that, and then um, I'll talk to you whenever I can. <laughs> because yeah, it's going to yeah, happen. Yeah, after when you get to feeling good enough to, to talk and then call in and let us know. And you can text Randy, and he can always share the text messages, too. Uh, if you send them to him, then he can share them with us if you ask him to, uh, to know how you're doing and such. Okay, okay. Well, thank you so much, and may God truly bless you and the PGM family. Oh, thank you, sweetie. God bless you, too, and just, just rest in God this week. Oh, thank you. <laughs> oh, thank you. Okay, bye-bye. Part 402-214, who am I speaking with and where are you calling from? Hey, Jeannie, it's Sharon, New York. Oh, girl. How are you doing? Good, good. Fighting a <laughs> bad cold. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. I've been fighting this... Uh, Cold, I guess. It's I was going to say, you sound heaven. like you're a little under the weather. Yeah. I Last two nights, I didn't get any sleep, just up coughing all night. No good. Dry and dry. And dry yeah, get you a, one of the hot humidifiers and put in the put in the room where you are. Yeah, that Those would definitely good. help. Yeah. That would yeah, help. You could bet. Yeah, the hot ones and not the cold ones. Get the ones that are hot. Uh, right. It, keep it, it. It'll definitely help, and it cause things to break loose and things. But it definitely helps. So, well, let's pray That's for you, yeah. Father. I thank you for sharing. And Lord, I just speak healing over her Father. Lord, just encouragement and healing to her body. Lord, that you just strengthen her immune system. And Lord, thank you, Father, for just putting a hedge of protection about her. Lord, that uh, Lord, as your word says in Psalm ninety-one, that no plague shall come nigh our dwelling. Lord, that even uh, as the children of Israel, Lord, that you kept them safe, Lord, that they come through the wilderness, Lord, that with, there was no sickly among them, no weak among them. And, Father, we just thank you, Lord, that that's available to us today as well, Lord, as we stand on your word, we strand, stand on the scriptures, Lord, of what you said and the promises of God, Lord, that your word says that no evil shall befall us, Lord, that nothing mm-hmm. shall by any means harm us. And, Lord, I thank you that, that in the even two different places, Lord, at least, that it says says that no plague shall come nigh our dwelling, Lord, that even though we see sickness and we see disease all over the world, Lord, that we are protected in your care. We're protected uh, under the shelter of Almighty God. So, Lord, I just thank you, Lord, for, for increasing uh, her immune system, Lord, for just covering, sharing, Lord, that the that all sickness has to go in Jesus' name, Lord, that there would be a refreshing of her uh, her immune system, not only her immune system, but, Lord, her respiratory system, Lord, that everything would be washed out, would be cleansed out, uh, Lord, just bringing um, a, a, a renewal, Lord, to all of the cells in her body, just health, Lord, just be health over her, Lord, health and, and sleep, Lord, that she'd be able to sleep sweetly, Lord, your word says that you give sweet sleep to your children. Uh, to the body of Christ, Lord, and just thank you, Father, for just the fresh breath of God just blowing through her home and blowing over her, Lord, uh, and just bringing a peace and a rest and, Lord, uh, bringing health to her, Lord, that even as her heart's at rest, her heart's at peace, her mind's at peace, 
Lord, that even that brings new health to her body, Lord. And, Father, that bring laughter to her, Father, joy and laughter, because the word says that the joy of the Lord is our strength, and laughter doeth good like a medicine. And, Lord, sometimes we just need to put things away that, that would weigh on us, and sometimes maybe even just find a funny movie, something that makes us laugh, you know, a book of whatever, something that makes us laugh. That brings joy yeah. into our hearts. That causes us to laugh because it releases good things in our body, Lord. It releases good things, and it says it does good like a medicine. So, Father, I thank you, Lord, for sharing, and, and Lord, your love for her, and, and Lord, all of the things that are special and unique to her, Lord, that are from you, that are from you. And Lord, I thank you, Father, for using her in the days ahead and in beautiful ways, and and causing her to be a blessing to others through Christ, Lord, that she just share Christ with others, Lord, that she be able to be an effective witness for you. In Jesus' name, amen. Elvis, thank you so much. You're welcome. That's, You're more than welcome. I, wish I, I do want to be an effective witness, and I'm not <laughs> right so, now. Honey, don't so. say that over you. Don't say that over you. God, God. <laughs> God uses you when you don't know you're being used. And, um, well, I know just he does believe that. What God, believe what God says about you. Yeah. I love God. Yeah, me too. He's pretty cool. Yeah. He's very patient. So patient. Oh, goodness, he is. I think I have tried every patience. Every bit of patience that he had, I think I tried it. Oh, oh I got that, Jeannie. You're, you're a good girl. Oh, I'm goodness. the stubborn one. But, uh, oh, I've had my days. I guarantee you, I have had my days, girl. But God yeah. is good. You know, he never gives up on us. He's always, you know, he's always for us. He's always for us. Yeah. God be for us, he can be against us. You know, um, Jeannie, let's pray for um, the over in the war, um, the Gaza, the people, the children. They bombed this little daycare. It's just making me sick. I don't know how, what to do. But well, we always pray for thank the people that are Yeah, and kids. God loves children. Father, we just thank you, Lord, for. For helping all of the kids on both sides of this war, Lord, to, yeah. just to bring protection for the children, Lord, that the children would be able to, to get out, that they would be protected, Lord, that their little hearts and their little bodies, Lord, uh, Lord, that your word says that of such is the kingdom of heaven, Father. Lord, children are innocent. Uh, and, Father, we just thank you, Lord, for helping them, Lord, for being in the Lord, that you're right in the middle of this, all that that's going on over there, Lord. You're right in the middle of all of it. And, Father, we just say your will be done. Father, your will be done. And we just thank you, Father, for, for protecting and keeping and bringing wisdom to all concerned. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Amen. Thank you, honey. Oh, yeah. you're more than welcome. We have it so much better, you know. Yeah. Okay. Well, 
Well, hon, I'm out of time. It's 8.45, so I have got to log okay. off for Randy to do his program. But I'm glad I got to see you. Thank you for calling in. Thank you for waiting. Okay. Thanks, honey. Bye. You're welcome. Bye-bye. Good night. Well, thank you, everyone. I wish I didn't quite get to everybody, but I, I'm out of time tonight. Please, if you still need prayer, call back into Randy's program that starts at 9 o'clock. And I just speak a blessing over you, God's love and God's grace. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. <laughs>